0: Look at me, Skye, he said, folding his arms across his chest. "Sky," he repeated, his tone more stern when she wouldn't look up. She turned her face up, her nervous eyes just barely meeting his. You're a good girl. This isn't the job for you, and you know it. She stared up at him, that rebellious, defiant side of her rearing its head again. You don't know me she said. And I'm not a kid anymore, so don't call me a girl. This time she held his gaze, the challenge clear. Perhaps he'd underestimated her. He nodded. All right, I suppose that's fair. He turned to pick up her wallet and opened it, taking out her driver's license. Hey, you have no right to go through that. She stood trying to take the wallet from him. Aiden looked at her, pulling the license just out of her reach before firmly taking hold of her arm. Twenty-five, he said before reading off her address, committing it to memory. He set the license down and turned to her, feeling the charge in the air between them as he closed that space. She stopped struggling and pulled back just a little. You are a girl, Skye, and people like Barb Smith will take advantage of your naivete. She narrowed her eyes and glared at him, only proving his point with that childish expression. Are you arresting me? she asked, defiance marking her words. No, I'm not, but I am warning you. Don't let me see you back on my mountain again, as long as you're working for that tabloid. Is that clear? I have a right to be here as long as I pay to use the facilities. What can you do? At that he chuckled, before pulling her in tight, his face just inches from hers, his eyes boring into hers. Then, in one swift move, he tugged on her arm, pushing her up against the desk and bending her over it, just twisting one arm behind her, not painfully, but so there was no question as to who was in control of the situation. "'What can I do?' he asked, looking over her bent form, her small waist— the soft swell of her bottom. Skye had stilled entirely. He wasn't even sure she was breathing. She lay with her cheek on his desk, watching Aiden from the corner of one eye. Aiden's free hand just brushed over her back, fingertips barely touching, yet the contact causing an almost electrical charge between them. Skye sucked in a breath as he circled her buttock softly before laying his hand flat over it gripping it harder, causing her to flinch when he did. "'I can do a lot of things, Skye,' he said, his voice quiet, his words well chosen and drawn out. "'This is my mountain, and I make the rules here. You want to know what I do to pretty little girls I catch, doing something they're not supposed to be doing?' he asked, not really waiting for a reply, realizing from the stiffening of her body how the words little girl made her tense. I take them over my knee, I bear their pretty little bottoms, and I spank them, he said, delivering that final sentence in a near whisper at her ear. Skye's soft whimper satisfied him, and after holding her for one more moment, he released her. Skye stood, stumbling backward. Her face flushed, her eyes wide. She put as much distance between herself and him as she could, her eyes glued to his, but otherwise seemingly unable to speak. "'Do you need a ride home?' he asked, breaking eye contact and casually moving back behind his desk. Truth was he was more affected by this display than he could have imagined he would be. "'I have my car,' she said. She lived down in Denver, so it was a good four-hour drive, but the weather was dry and the road's good. Am I allowed to go? Although her hand was on the doorknob, she didn't turn it, waiting for permission instead. Aidan looked at her, curious at that. He nodded, clearing his throat. Terence will see you and Barr about.